0: Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions Um, First of all I'd like to apologise for not doing the Leeds vs Liverpool game I had circumstances out of my control which led me to not doing that episode Um, But I'm doing an episode tonight because there's been some breaking news Since the last episode that I dropped about the so-called uh, European Super League So what has happened between that episode um sunday night and tuesday night what have we heard over the past 24 hours well um yesterday we know we know that we know that Leeds versus Liverpool was a Premier League fixture which meant that Jurgen Klopp was going to face the media and talk about his feelings with um the European Super League um Sky Sports journalists asked him um Two years ago we asked you about a so-called European Super League, how would you feel about it? And then he answered with my opinion hasn't changed. I, I still don't like the European Super League. He was then asked um whether there was any news from him or the players ahead of time and he said he didn't, he wasn't even in the know. He, they didn't the board owners didn't even tell Klopp or the players about this so-called European Super League. Um, which is very alarming, but I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, he he also said that um there was a there was a coach welcome or not a coach welcome, like a a protest happening outside um, Ellen Road where Liverpool and Leeds fans combined together to voice their opinions, um, but they took it out on the players' coach shouting at the players. And then also, Jürgen Klopp was a little bit irritated about um, the protest shirts that were left in the Liverpool changing room where, um, if you haven't seen it, if you hadn't seen the T-shirt, the T-shirt was basically, um, the logo said Champions League logo, earn it, Um, football's for the fans as well on the back of the shirt. Um, Jürgen Klopp didn't like the idea that... um, the shirts were put in the Liverpool changing room. I guess it's like a, I, In a way, he's trying to say, we didn't actively make this decision. We didn't vote. We didn't physically vote for this decision. So why are you taking it out on us? I've just explained to you that we wasn't in the know. So you can see why he would take that personally, although you get the message um, behind what has happened. Um... And all that of it, you know, and the message behind the T-shirt, essentially. But, um, yeah, it was just a bit confusing, dazzling for Klopp. Yeah, so that was what happened. Um, I don't even want to talk about the Leeds-Liverpool game too much. I did see the highlights, but to summarise, Liverpool drew 1-1 with um, Leeds away from home. From what I saw in the highlights... It looked like in the first half, um, Fabinho made a mistake. He was playing centre-back again with Kabak as Nat Phillips had the hamstring injury. Um, but yeah, Fabinho made a mistake, Leeds nearly scored. And then a little bit of intricate play from Jota to Trent, who squares the ball to Sadio Mane, who taps it in. Um, and he ends his goal drought, essentially. Um... And then, yeah, second half, Leeds looked the be- better team and they should have probably beaten Liverpool, but they got a late equaliser and then it was 1-1 at the end. Anyways, and then after the game, w- um, the interview again with Klopp about what how, what do you think is going to happen? And he's like, um, I'm sure the owners are good people. Um, He said the owners are good people. I guess he's trying to do damage control between the supporters and the owners because now tensions are at an an almighty high and Klopp's basically playing middleman. Like, listen, I'm not going to slander my owners because they're my boss at the end of the day. And yes, what they did is unethical, but basically he had to try and just um, say as much as he can without being too PC about it. So obviously you could tell in his body language that he doesn't like the Super League. But he has to do damage control for the owners because he was now hearing, oh, on Saturday they were going to take the banners away at Anfield and then that's going to affect the players. So he had concerns about that. Um, And then he had a little moment with uh, Gary Neville saying about why did he use YNWA in some sort of statement? Um, Why did he twist and turn it? That's our logo Logo, don't use it in that way. But yeah, it, it's a bit... Klopp was... I, I have to admit, Klopp was a little bit all over the place. You can understand why he's irritated because essentially, FSG have thrown this man under a bus to answer some questions that he never made the decision to. So when when that happens, you are going to be overwhelmed. You're not going to know exactly the right things to say. And everyone... In Liverpool, Twitter was anticipating Klopp to say the right thing, but in actual reality, he couldn't say anything because he's never been put in a situation like this before. And it's, a, it's actually a situation where you had no major influence in, the owners should be the ones explaining themselves because they're the one that put the vote forward for it. So that was the confusing part. Um, but yeah, um, that was what happened Monday night. And then Perez done an interview, the the president, the so-called president of this uh, Super League He was saying a bunch of stuff like, uh, 16 to 24 year olds don't watch football They don't have attention spans that last 90 minutes Therefore you've got to put top teams versus top teams so their attention span is fixated on the games Um. Well, he said a bunch of nonsense, really, like um, what I'm doing is gonna save football um we're gonna change the sport for the positive, and it was just he was he was speaking from what I was reading the quotes, it felt like a avengers Thanos moment where he's saying some stuff where he wants to revolutionize the way the sport is, but in his own fixated world. Um, yeah just a bunch of nonsense really And and today And then we, it leads into today Where the most significant of news has happened um, All Premier League teams That were initially put in the European Super League Have withdrawn In the last hour or so um, Arsenal, Tottenham Man United, Man City, uh Liverpool Chelsea uh sorry about the union um have formally withdrawn from uh this so called European Super League. Um first of all it started with Man City and Chelsea. At the time I was thinking is this a ploy to stay in the Champions League because UEFA had threatened Man City and Chelsea with Oh we're going to remove you from the competition Um, And then later on Yeah you saw Chelsea fans protesting outside their ground Um, Man City putting in in documents to say that uh, we, We don't like this Pep Guardiola doing a press conference today Saying that it's not football This is not sport if there's no winner, no loser, how can you play football on sporting merit? It's disgusting. Um and I agree with Pep Guardiola. Wow. Um yeah, I agree with Pep Guardiola heavily. Um and then Arsenal put out a state no sorry Man United put out a statement saying their chairman Ed Woodward Ed Woodward Hopefully I've pronounced that right. Um, He's resigned from being the chairman. And you know Man United fans hate this guy. So this is a big W for Man United. Very big W for Man United. And then Arsenal put out a statement saying they're withdrawing. And they even put a letter of apology to the fans. And then it finally leaves Liverpool... Oh yeah, and Tottenham, I think... I don't know. Tottenham put a withdrawal, I guess. and I never even really saw it, really. But anyway. And then Liverpool finally put out a statement. But it's a very disgusting, I don't give a damn type statement. Like, they said, yeah, we just we quit the Super League. No apology, like the Arsenal fans. Um, and this is what ultimately... Is the problem with FSG? FSG have finally shown their oh they always showed their hands really. I think in how many episodes I've been doing LFC reactions I've spoken about FSG not reacting, not being proactive in the market, um, being reluctant with invest true investment. They've treated Liverpool like a business and sure they've been they've done some good things they've done some bad things but right now in the last 48 hours this is borderline unforgivable bro borderline unforgivable you try to take Liverpool's core values the European cup all the years of the Premier League the league championships the history that's made liverpool what it is today and you've tried to americanize it by sprinkling sprinkling american culture sport into european into european football how dare you how dare you do that not just fsg as well the owners of man city chelsea arsenal tottenham man united How did they all... But I'm putting my focus on FSG. Because this is an LFC reactions episode. So... How did they think they were going to get away with this? Is my question. They really thought... You don't consent to Klopp about this. You don't consent to the players about this. You just behind the scenes... Do this little manoeuvre. Manipulate... And think everything's gonna be okay That it's just gonna be brushing on the carpet For the sake of money For the sake of greed How dare you You try to franchise European football Into an American NBA NFL type style How dare you And it's unforgivable It's practically Right now the the, the relationship with FSG is, is beyond repair now It's literally beyond repair Um and we've had issues with FSG. The January transfer window. When Klopp was on his knees with the lack of... um He demanded defenders because we were literally down to our bare bones. Like academy players who have never even touched... Who have never played for Liverpool before having to be put forward. Um, the furlough situation when the pandemic was fresh... They didn't want to pay the staff that was furloughed. And then we had to protest to get that U-turned. These little things that they don't understand the core values of the relationship, the culture of Liverpool fan relationship. Jurgen Klopp understands it to a key. And that's why I always say FSG's greatest signing was Jurgen Klopp. Because he understands fan culture. And his previous clubs was Mines and Dormand. Who's, who's, um, whose logo is also you never walk alone So immediately Klopp understands fan culture To player culture And the relationship bond That's important And FSG have shown that they don't understand it In 10 years They're not willing to understand it As they've tried to do this uh, franchise nonsense With the ESL um and they showed and they showed in future that they don't not that they they're not even gonna want to change, so where does that leave FSG now? Um, in in the ideal world, we'd like them to put up the club for sale. The downside is, who has four or five billion pounds? Because that's what it's gonna take for FSG to sell, uh, their stake. Also, um. I don't know if it makes the sale of FSG even more complicated as they sold 10% of the stake to an investment company for 400 million so uh sorry about that um yeah they sold it to an investment company for 400 million so that might further complicate the selling process of the of the club but yeah right now FSG, are, they, what they've done is unforgivable I don't think John Henry will ever show face at Anfield again Imagine if when fans come back, football matches are flowing again You think John Henry's ever going to show face at Anfield? He will fear for his safety He will fear for his safety He's never ever going to come back to Liverpool ever again if anything he might do the one off interview in america in new york in boston or in dubai or wherever he's going to be where there's where liverpool fans won't be as active um but yeah the the situation with them is beyond repair um also shout out to arsenal man city arsenal um every the fans of the fan bases of all the other clubs is what i'm trying to say for uniting together and showing that what the fans, the influence of the fans is the most important of all because we hold this club dearly to our hearts. And the ones that understood it the most as well, Dortmund and Bayern Munich, do you know why they understood it the most? 51% of their ownership is the fans. Fifty one percent of Dortmund and Bayern Munich is fan owned. Do you know how important that is? That's why they they knew their core values from the jump, and and surprisingly FSG FSG PSG, PSG understood their values surprisingly, surprisingly FSG PSG. Sorry, I'm getting tongue twisted. They got the same sort of syllables. Um, Yeah, PSG understood as well, surprisingly. And we know how the French riot, so I don't think that's why they didn't want to take that chance. Um, But yeah, fan power brought this together and UEFA showed their hands as well. Because when I heard about this news on Sunday, I was led to believe that this is just a ploy. This is just a ploy for UEFA to um to stop this stupid Swiss model of the Champions League and provide greater investment. Um throughout the past 48 hours it's been revealed that Um UEFA actually had an additional four billion pounds to spare. So now we know they got this money and apparently it's been I've read in some sources on social media, I don't know how true it is that they're going to reinvest this money into the top six in the Premier League. So maybe is it a greed thing? Is it did the fans really win or is it just UEFA regaining control? Because UEFA put up some serious sanctions saying oh, there won't be no Euros, there won't be no World Cup, there won't be no there won't be no Champions League, there won't be no Premier League. Some serious sanctions put in place Whether that was smokescreen or not, I don't know But um, Yeah, UEFA have managed to find a way to rectify this situation But I don't want this to be the end This is This shouldn't be the end Because there's still a lot of things wrong in football Like look at the fan outrage That our sport was potentially going to be in the mud how fast did everyone react the you the everyone was unified into stopping this from happening why does that not happen with when racist issues happen you don't see this kind of unity you don't see this the world stopping still to making to make sure that this doesn't happen again with racism if any 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 racist incidents is brushed under the carpet and you wait for forgive some fine that can be easily paid off and they just don't care enough, but now I want them to really consider the ethics um not just with racism, but with um ticket costs with fans getting into the stadium, um same with the Premier League, same with um sky sports, so with the Premier League, why are they charging x amount of money um to watch games like? It should if you if you're an Arsenal fan a match day ticket costs a hundred quid, why why should you pay a hundred quid to watch ninety minutes of football? This is a working class sport. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, somebody's daily wage. Not many people can easily afford that. It's, it's not as easily accessible. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's quite a scary thought. Um And Liverpool as well Who who wanted to put up ticket prices To £78 This is a working class sport Why are you trying to make this An exclusive thing for middle class And upper class people Um And then it's Gary Neville who, who was mouthing off On Sky Sports What are you going to do to ensure that Subscription costs are reduced And it's affordable for Working class people Because I would like to see that it it shouldn't just stop there and things are back to normal and you go back to this usual unethical shit i want to see proper implement changes happen um so that talks of a super league doesn't even ring a bell ever again they shouldn't even paris doesn't talk another um evil way of trying to change the core values of the game because Football should be based on sporting merit, period If you're good enough to make the Champions League You're good enough to make the Champions League Obviously West Ham are in the prime position now Um, I don't want West Ham to do it But if they've done it on sporting merit You can't take that away from them If Liverpool weren't good enough to qualify for Champions League And we only make Europa League Then that's what we deserve on sporting merit This is what football should be about Um, But yeah it's going to be very interesting the next year or so. What are what how ethical UAFA, FIFA acts, how ethical these broadcasters act. Um Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens next. So yeah, um thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Um, a very special episode I know once again, but we've never seen anything like this in The history of football. We've never seen a betrayal like this in the history of football. So, and so it had to be talked about, really. So yeah. um, If any any other news happens this week, I'll probably update you guys on it. Um, Other than that, the next game is Newcastle at home. Um, We'll see what happens. And we'll see what happens with FSG in the coming weeks as well. I'm sure I'm sure they're going to have to release a statement and justify why they try to do this because the fans deserve an answer. They deserve to know why you wanted to do this to our club. You can't just go hiding behind the scenes again. you got to face your front. All owners, not even just Liverpool owners, the Stan Kroenke's, the Glazers, the Roman Abramovich, the Sheikh Manshurs, the Daniel Levy's. Um, they should all be forced to make an interview. On why they initially agreed. For a European Super League. To happen. But thank God. Their plans faltered within 48 hours. And there will be no monopoly of football. There will be no franchise. Like NBA. Or NFL. And it's back to sporting merit baby. How it should be. So yeah. Thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions and tuning in. If you don't hear from me between now and Friday, then it will be on Saturday where we play the early kickoff game against Newcastle. So cheers.